Hello, this is Emily Gower, your host for your Extraordinary Life podcast, where my heartfelt mission is to inspire you to find your purpose, create the career and the life that you dream of, and truly manifest the extraordinary future that you deserve. Let's dive in and let's start the next episode where I'm going to be helping you to fulfill your soul's calling on earth and mastering the life that you desire. Hey there, and welcome to our next episode where we are going to dive deeply into the juicy topic and world of intimate relationships. So this episode is all about quote unquote, finding the one and having a sustainable relationship where you complement one another, where you can do life together, where you feel grateful and fulfilled by each other's presence and ultimately fulfilling that desire that we have as human beings to share our life with a significant other. Now, my goal in this episode is to give you some insight and hopefully a breakthrough in the area of relationships. So where you are right now might be that you've had a couple of relationships that didn't work or you're struggling to find a partner that really suits you. And if this is you, then I want to hopefully, again, shed some light on maybe why this isn't working or what you can do to shift this dynamic in your life. And what we're going to do is I want to actually cover the top 10 reasons that I found that intimate relationships don't work. And then at the end, I'm going to share with you the top 10 things that I feel do work in relationships. So my goal in sharing these again is to hopefully give you an opportunity for reflection to see, you know what? Oh, hey, I'm actually doing that. And that is maybe repelling the right relationship out of my life or whoa, that's actually the reason that I can't seem to find the right partner. And see, I know what it's like to you know, date different guys or date different people and just wonder why I couldn't have a relationship that stuck. I used to try to change myself for the other partner. I, you know, picked all kind, all manner of relationships that really weren't the right one for me. And now I've spent, you know, more than seven years in long-term, intimate, stable relationship that inspires me and fulfills me where I know that I have my match. And so what I'm sharing with you about why I think relationships don't work out and then why they can or why they do, I really just want to share from my personal experience to help you because this area of life can provide so much meaning and so much fulfillment. And I believe you deserve that and you uh, you deserve to have that. Now, I do want to do a bit of a disclaimer and a, a bit of pre-frame here that just because you have the right match or the right partner doesn't necessarily mean you're not going to have challenges. You will. That is the nature of all human relationships. (laughs) You don't escape this. You will still have ups and downs, but fundamentally you'll still know I'm with the right person in my journey. This is my partner. This is my match. That's what we're looking to achieve together. So we're going to start by diving in and talking about top 10 reasons that I think intimate relationships don't work out. And the first reason, and this is a perla, is that the person you tried to match yourself with simply was not a fit for you. Now, this means that although you may have had that, you know, beautiful chemistry where you had lots of lust and infatuation, the truth is deep down that you had different preferences for life. So you had different things that you wanted. Maybe your pathways just simply weren't aligned. 
Could have also been timing that the timing on this relationship just never really worked out. And you know what? I think I've done all of the above. I have picked partners where I was really infatuated with them at the start. And then as that wore off, I realized I could see it more clearly. Wow, the way this person or this man is living his life really doesn't suit me. Or hey, he wants to have or like eight children and I don't want to have any. And it takes courage and self-awareness, a deep relationship with yourself. And it takes faith and belief that there is a partner out there for you in order to admit that maybe your current partner or the person you're currently dating isn't for you. I mean, you have to know in your bones who you are to feel yourself, to be clear about what you want out of life in order to know, hey, this person really is or is not my fit. And the more you try to align yourself or you try to make a relationship work because maybe you're both attached to that initial infatuation when deep down you're not really meant to be together, the more struggle you're going to have. And if you are not aligned with this person and they are not really a fit for you either, if you're honest with yourself, you're going to manifest a reason for that relationship to blow up. So that is reason number one is that you simply pick the wrong partner and that can happen vice versa as well. Well, this, where this person is, you know, so sure that you're the right, the right one for them, but you can see the truth is that you're not really a fit. So that is reason number one. Number two is that one or both of the partners in the relationship ignores their own dreams and they stay kind of disempowered in their own life journey. So they're repressing who they are and repressing what they want to do. And because of that repression, they lag on their own journey of life. And then they want kind of everything to be like support and nice. And they want everything to be romantic. When the truth is that they're deeply unfulfilled because they're repressing their spiritual path, their purpose and their goals in life. And in my experience, this is always a recipe for disaster. It is always a recipe for the relationship to implode eventually. Ultimately, you will be on your path, your partner will be on their path, and you will do life together, not at a cost to one of you where someone is sacrificing what they truly want for the other. And I know sacrifice is a big word in and around relationships. We're not going to go really deeply into this right now because I know that there could be a bit of a debate. People say, oh, well, you need to have sacrifice in order to have a relationship. I don't necessarily believe that that is true. My partner and I may compromise a little bit to make things work, but ultimately I am not sacrificing the big things and neither is he in order for that relationship to work, right? There needs to be, I believe, a partnership and a more abundant perspective on relationship where you can both be fulfilled. And if you are with, by the way, number one, the right person who is your match and vice versa, this becomes a whole lot easier. So that is reason number two. The third reason that relationships, I think, tend not to work out is that your time with that person and the journey that you're meant to share has ended, which means that you have taught each other what you needed to and you have grown to the maximum capacity inside that relationship. And I think it's important to have more of a fluid relationship perspective where you know that some connections end, some connections are meant to be there for a very long time, and it is all to serve each other on our spiritual growth path. So with my partner, my previous partner, not my current partner, I knew by the time we were done that we had fulfilled the spiritual purpose in each other's life. And we ended our relationship with no malice. We didn't fight. There was no bitching. 
There was no drama because we had so much respect for each other because in my heart I knew I had given him the gift of igniting new vision. I introduced him to entrepreneurship and really helped him on his path with his vision. And he supported me through some of the most challenging times in my business and in my finances at the time. And he was an amazing rock for me. And we filled in something for each other. And it was a beautiful gift and a blessing. And then our time ended and we knew it was coming. In fact, we knew it was coming for probably the last you know, year and a half of our three and a half year relationship. And so it's about just respecting that. Sometimes the relationship ends and it doesn't work because your time's complete. And it takes humility and courage just to acknowledge that and to end in a space of grace with each other. Okay, so number four, fourth reason that relationships often don't work out is that one or both partners has this idea that the relationship is going to save them, make everything better, be the solution, it's going to fix their problem. And what this is at its core is dependency and fantasy. So you have this fantasy like, oh, this the, this man's going to show up and he'll be my you know, knight in shining armor and he'll ride up on a horse and he'll save me from my life and my problems. Yeah, that's not really how it works. <laughs> in fact, relationships that start out on a fantasy like that, as one of my mentors, D. Martini, would say, usually end up becoming a nightmare. So if you are expecting that your partner is going to fulfill you completely and fix everything in your life, that is not the truth. They can fulfill and help you with parts of your life, yes, but your life is up to you. It's your path. Same with them. If they're thinking that being with you is going to make their whole life better and it's going to fix everything, then the relationship is likely not to end or you'll get into a disempowering dynamic with one another. So that's a big one. And that's number four. Number five is simply that the relationship was based on logic and practicality without enough inspiration involved. In other words, you're with this person because it makes sense. So you're not there because your heart is in it. You're there because your head is in it. And I'm not going to say anything else about that one because you're already going to know this. If you're with this person because you think it looks good, you think it sounds good because your family wants it, etc., etc., then don't be surprised. You know, if that relationship is ending, no wonder you're unfulfilled. You know, don't be surprised about any of those things. You do need to have your heart in it. I mean, I do believe that relationships are largely for that, is to inspire and fulfill you in the heart. So number six, and this is big, is that one or both partners were trying to be someone that they are not, which means that either you or your partner or trying, are trying to do something that is not natural for who you are. And thus you are suppressing your true authentic self. And if you do that for any length of time, you will find a way to sabotage or get out of that relationship because you ultimately want to be you. And I know in your heart, you also want your partner to be themselves. If I don't love who this person is in all they are authentically and the way they authentically and naturally do life, then they are not the right partner for me. And if my partner expects me to give up what is important to me, and I have had that happen in the past where partners wanted me to stop working and stop showing up for my career. If they want me to give up that or stop being who I am, then I don't even know why I'm with that person. I would prefer for that relationship to end. So if you are repressing part of you and you know that you're doing that or you're trying to be someone that you're not for this relationship, it might be time to either break out of the relationship or simply have the courage to tell your partner, this is who I am. This is what really matters to me and see if your relationship still exists, see if it still survives. Number seven 
is that your spiritual values and your level of consciousness, so to speak, are too different or not aligned. Now, I've actually met quite a lot of people, mostly women in the past, who said that they were, they wish their man was more involved with personal development or personal growth, and they felt this kind of rift between them. And I do believe that, you know, while I don't expect, I don't expect my partner to be as interested in what I'm interested in. Like, I don't expect us to share everything. But I do believe that in a lot of cases, there does need to be at least an overlap, an overlap that is big enough so you can at least appreciate and respect and understand one another. So for example, I know that my partner has quite a high value on personal growth. He has a very high value on like mindset and spiritual principles and evolution. I also have a high value on that, but we express it differently. So we have different expressions of basically the same thing, but that overlap allows us to have some alignment. So you will need to make a decision to know what is truly important to you and to understand where does your overlap need to be in your relationship in order for your relationship to work. So I believe if I was with a partner who had absolutely no interest in personal development, I don't think I would be able to be with that man. That that just would make no sense to me. There needs to be an overlap. So I would feel like, oh, you know, my growth path and their growth path are like too different, that there's not enough compatibility. So that can also be one of the reasons is that you just have a different, completely different level of consciousness or awareness or thinking that makes your relationship like impractical almost. So that is number seven. Number eight is that, and this is an interesting one, is that one or both partners actually prefers to be single like naturally, they're just authentically more content being single, but they subordinated to this idea that being in a relationship is a good thing. So generally speaking, we think being single is bad and being together is a good thing. I don't exactly know where that comes from, maybe from fairy tales. I do know people who are single and very content with their life. I know that when I was single in for a lot of my 20s, I wasn't really in long-term relationships. I was so fulfilled because I was traveling the world. I was building my career. I was doing what I loved to do. I didn't necessarily need a partner long-term in order for me to be fulfilled. So if you're in a relationship because you think you should be in one, you might just want to ask yourself, is that truly deep down what inspires me? Do I want that for my life? All right. So number nine and 10. Now, reason number nine why relationships sometimes don't work out is that one or both partners have not addressed their insecurities. So in other words, they have wounding and issues from the past and they're letting that interfere with the current relationship. And I'm a big advocate for both partners, no matter what level of life you're on or where you're at, big advocate for both partners working on themselves, healing their stuff, so to speak. And I go through this cyclically where I work on my deep stuff quite frequently. My man goes through maybe two, three, four weeks, and then he'll go deep and work on himself. But he's always meditating and reflecting. And that really helps us because we're not dragging our childhood or our previous relationships into this relationship. So sometimes that can damage the relationship. And number 10 is the relationship itself is getting in the way of a more important focus. So sometimes relationships don't work out because we are trying to make that relationship more important than something that is even more important to us. So in other words, we don't have our life prioritized correctly. 
So this means that perhaps you're allowing indulgence or lust or, you know, chemistry or infatuation to become a priority over maybe your life's work or your business. And it's actually pulling you away from what is more important. So I do think in relationship, it's important to understand what are your priorities? What are your partner's priorities? And how can we have the relationship support that and complement that rather than pull you both away from your highest calling and priorities in life? So when you have that and you understand what is most important to each other, you can then prioritize and have a relationship that is fulfilling instead of distracting. So I know there is a lot that we just covered in these 10 reasons. In fact, I would probably recommend going back and listening to these again. Try to identify which out of these 10 reasons feels like your Achilles heel in relationships. Is it that you're trying to be someone that you're not? Are you expecting your partner to be someone that they're not? Are you not clear on what your priorities and what your values are in your own life? Or are you expecting maybe that the relationship is going to somehow save you? So yes, it will take that internal introspection and reflection. But once you find this, you can shift it. I know the biggest thing for me was expecting myself to be someone I wasn't and also being so infatuated that I kept picking the wrong partners. And when I shifted those, my whole relationship trajectory and area of life changed dramatically. So as promised, I now wanted to share with you briefly the top 10 things I think you can do in like, I guess, in balance to this in order to create more relationship fulfillment. And first and foremost, number one is to be yourself, show up in relationships, not trying to be something for someone else, but being who you are. So be yourself. Number two is speak up for yourself which means expressing your wants, your needs, and your boundaries and having clear communication with your potential or current partners. Number three is to love yourself fully and wholly and unconditionally so that you feel worthy of a great relationship and worthy of somebody who treats you with respect. Number four is to be true to yourself. So choose how you want to spend your time. Keep working on your goals for life, independent of who you're with or whether you're in a relationship right now. So stay true to yourself and have that commitment first and foremost. Number five is to honor yourself. So take time to spend just by yourself as well as with your partner. Take that space that you need in order for you to function and flow well. We do tend to have fantasies about relationships that they complete us and we want to be together every hour and every minute of the day. But in my experience, personally and from seeing other people, that's not realistic and it's not necessarily what we truly want. So be willing to honor yourself to find an authentic relationship. Number six is to be realistic about what you want and what you need. In other words, what is going to work for you in an intimate partnership. Number seven, which I spoke about right at the start, is to expect that there are going to be challenges as well as those mushy moments in every relationship it is not meant to be a fairy tale. Number eight in relationship and mastering this is to find someone who you can work on and enjoy your life with. Someone that you can be a teammate for one another. So you can actually work together as a team, but you can also be a companion who you share your day and your thoughts and your feelings and your life with. Number nine is don't expect your partner to be someone that they are not. Differences make relationships interesting. And so appreciate their authenticity, expect them to be a separate human being to you 
and be okay honoring that in yourself. And finally is number 10, and this is not just for intimate partnership, but for relationships in general, is to express love and appreciation for the people in your life, for the contribution that they make. And really attempt with relationships to not only put everything into this one person that you're with, but to spread your relationship fulfillment between clients and friends and family. You know, you want to have relationships in multiple areas, not just in one with your intimate partnership. So I think that the goal here with intimate relationships ideally is to come at this from the heart, not necessarily from the head or maybe from the loins, but to balance out, you know, sparks and chemistry together with that compatibility, that true congruency where you know that this relationship not only works, but it fulfills the two of you. So we're looking for a love that burns steadily more than just, you know, a hot, lustful, you know, steamy dynamic with a partner who perhaps just really deep down isn't the one for you. And yes, it might take you months or years to reach that point where you manifest that authentic partner. But if you keep working on yourself and be honest with yourself, be clear about expectations, step into who you are and feel worthy of that relationship. I know that you can draw in that authentic partner. And that leads me to close this episode on mastering intimate relationship with one of my favorite quotes from Dr. John Martini, which is that the fastest way to find someone who matches you is to be you. In other words, show up in this world, show up in relationships and in every other space as your authentic self. And I believe that that is the most magnetic, powerful thing you can do to find that one, that special person who truly is your match and who you can have an extraordinary adventure of life alongside. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of your Extraordinary Life podcast. I can't wait to share even more with you in our next episode, so stay tuned. For now, I wanted to just share that if you would love even more guidance and support to create the life of your dreams, then you're welcome to subscribe for Extraordinary Life magazine. This is a very special publication that my team and I have produced, and our mission is to help you to fulfill your purpose here on the planet. If you want to subscribe for this magazine, which has amazing things like inspirational quotes, journal prompts, a soul food recipe, and so much more, then log on to www.extraordinarylifemagazine.com and become part of our subscriber list, but also our global community. As always, be sure to follow me on social media in between our podcast episodes for daily inspiration to pursue your purpose and create the life that you dream of. You can find me at Emily Gower. So again, that's G-O-W-O-R on any platform like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and so on. I look forward to seeing you very, very soon. Thank you again so much for listening to your Extraordinary Life podcast. And remember, you truly do deserve to live an amazing life, sharing your gift, fulfilling your purpose, and making your difference here on planet Earth. See you soon.